0: Wednesday, Life and Career Growth on Sound Awake. The second installment of uh, a chat we had with austavia last week, it continues today. Choosing a career. How do you choose a career for yourself and things that you should consider, things that you should do, whether you should choose a career based on strengths, based on personality, based on uh, liking or based on just ability or maybe based on feedback from people as they you know uh, engage with you on a day-to-day basis Alstavia, happy Wednesday good morning this morning welcome to December mama good
1: morning I would a happy Wednesday to you and the listeners yeah
0: I get December How, how's it feeling it feels all right yeah? it feels like you want to do that mm, yeah.
1: mm, mm. <laughs> It feels alright. It feels like I've got the right to start relaxing and, you know, enjoying and, you know, for a moment just take time to reflect on what went right, right instead of, you know, stressing about everything else.
0: If that was easy, but, you know, that's a discussion for another day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> last week we looked at quite a number of things that needed to be done and uh, we felt that uh, this conversation needed uh, part two. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and and obviously, many of us do not. Sometimes we tend to forget that you know, creating a career path, it's 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 a process of being exposed to a number of things with the bigger goal in mind to get there. Would I be correct? Exactly. Yes, you are
1: correct. You are correct. So I I, I think today I think I need to before I. I go on to how to get there in terms of, you know, how do you find the career you love and and how do you, you know, plan, you know, towards having a career. I just want to touch on why is it important to choose a career that is suited for your, you know, strength. And when I mean strength, I mean, you know, everything, your strength does include your personality, it includes your skills, it it includes your natural abilities. So it's encompassing all of that. So one of the the three basic reasons that research shows us is that, number one, it becomes a better culture fit for you. So in terms of you connecting to the right career, which means you'll be connecting to the right job, it makes it a better culture fit wherever you'll be going. You'll be able to fit within the vision and the mission of the organization you'll be joining. You know, you'll be able to have a good fit with the work that you'll be doing, your colleagues, your clients, etc. And the second thing, it's better job performance. So if you are choosing a, a career based on what is your strength, it will be easy for you to do your job because there will be a positive chemistry between you and your job, the organization, and the people in it. So, which means that you'll be more inclined to be interested in, in doing a job, you will want to do it, and you will want to do it at the best of your ability. And the third one is a higher job satisfaction. I spoke about, you know, having a chemistry between, you know, what you do with your job and how you relate with your colleagues. That is very important because that is where a person is able to find their personal motivating factor behind why they wake up each and every day. And What makes it so nice is that uh, when you have an increased job set, highest job satisfaction, you also become more innovative. You become more of a problem solver. You become creative. You are the one who is now coming with more ideas because you are very, you know, connected to what you're doing. You love it. It satisfies you. It makes you happy. And there's also a higher level of you being willing to adapt to change.
0: Wow. Sure. Now... (laughs) Obviously, from ability point of view, then that would translate to as you say job satisfaction enjoyment fulfillment, and all of that do these uh, is this congruent to choosing a career based on your interests um a career based on your strength are, are they on the same line or there's a there's a bit of a difference from time to time so
1: Hence, I keep saying, you know, these attributes about you, your strengths, are encompassed under what we can say, you know, strengths. But it's also your, your your personality, your your character traits. So you look at yourself from a very holistic point of view. So when we look at our strengths, it's not just what we are able to do, but it's what naturally comes to us. It's what we're interested in doing. It's what we love. It's what we enjoy doing. So that those are Areas that you look at and you say, okay, that is a strength, you know, I enjoy doing this, or when I'm putting this place, this is where I am able to produce the most food when I'm spending my time doing this, that's an area of strength. So when you look at it, you look at it from that um, holistic point of view to say a strength is all, you know, those attributes, you know, that, that make, make, make you, and, and, and today I just want to, to help us to understand that then how do you then go about finding, you know, the career you love in inverted commerce? And like I said last week, mm. it's not a set in stone process, Abutimanya. It will come with a trial and error. But the sooner we start the process, you know, and the better it becomes.
0: We are all yes. How do we do this, Astabia? Yeah, because, hey... At the end of the year, the idea about change, the idea about a new career and all of that, some starting, some wanting to take, you know, the career to the next level, and some interrogating whether they are in the right place or maybe they need that change. True,
1: true. So last week I left off at saying, you know, how to find your, your career or the best, the career that you love. You need to really start with investing in in knowing, you know, yourself better I, I remember I used to make um, I used to attend these women events and one day I was invited to speak about purpose and I said to them we spend so much time googling what other people are doing it's time for us to now spend time googling ourselves to find out what is it that is laying inside of us that we should be pulling out or we should be using that is just laying dormant inside of us so th- that is the first process for me to say your, your career is not just out there somewhere waiting for you. Knowing your career starts in understanding what your shape is, what were you created to do. And unfortunately, I would man that those are answers that will come in time of, you know, intentional introspection, reflection, and sitting down with yourself. Like I said, you know. Look, you know, literally have an internal conversation with yourself that you sit down and you deeply think and ponder about things to say, I've been here, this is where I am, but this is how I'm feeling, why is it, etc. And one of the tools that I, I touched on that I was not able to finish is a simple tool that I, I found from Pastor Rick Warren, he is um, um, also a, a famous author for uh, the Purpose Driven Life, which is a book that speaks to, you know, how does one go about discovering their purpose? And there's an acronym that he uses, which is called SHAPE. And F stands for, you know, what are your spiritual gifts? Heart is the, the one that he spoke about last week that speaks to your passion. So what are the things that really drive you, that, that, that's, that intrinsically stir you up and get you fired up? And then A, a speaks to abilities the things that you can do. And these are things that naturally come to you, you know. There are things that most surely most you want Big Manda when you are sitting down and you reflecting, you'll see that, you know what, every time I do this, you know, this thing just comes out so right. And others will come and say, you know, we don't understand how you do this. Then, you know, that's just to show you that it's a natural ability that just needs you to enhance it, to hone it, and to keep enhancing it. But those are the things that you will be able to do. And P talks about now the personality, so it's the visible aspects of your character. You know, the the talkative, extrovert, introvert. So all all of those things you will look at and say, okay you know, how do I how do I use this to navigate on where I should be going in terms of my career path? And the E stands for experiences. Ask yourself what are your areas of interest? You know, what is the type of work that you would enjoy the most? You know, and, and looking back on, on your own experiences, what have you done and in, in all the things that you've done, what have you really enjoyed doing? What are you interested in doing? And this is a continuous process of getting to know yourself because as human beings, we were not created to be stagnant. That's why you're correct in saying that there are people who are now sitting in their career path right now and they're at a catch-22, not sure whether it's, it's right for them to continue where they're going or should they now take a short lift. This is now when you come down again and you reflect right? and you check also on the why. Why, why are you doing what you're doing? Like I said last week, your why is very important. It's the biggest driving, motiva- motivating factor. It's the one that will keep you going towards your goal.
0: Sure. as um, Astabir, the whole thing, you know, looking at shape, personality. I might be interested in something, but don't have the personality to match. Is, is 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 it doable that i could do for lack of a better word a personality adjustment elevate my personality so that uh, it, it 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 falls in line with that which i want for which i didn't have the right personality
1: true um in in my space and in my journey as i continue to understand better about the person you know our mind and, and how we were wired and created I am learning how we as as people, what what makes us so unique and so beautifully complex is our ability to be renewed, our ability to learn, to, you know, to unlearn certain things. So, yes, uh, you know, people will say, you know, I'm not confident. And, yes, you may not feel that you're confident, but it doesn't mean that you're not able to learn how to be confident. So... You know, sometimes we, we really have a strong passion in something, and we know that we'll be able to do it. However, that the problem comes with also how we were socialized or how we were raised, and that in turn affects our personality, Abu Dhimanda. So, you know, how we are affected in our journey in life also affects, you know, how What happens to us, or the decisions that we make, or what we think is the best career. So hence, when when I say when you self-introspect, then you are able to identify that, and this is a limiting belief that has stopped me from getting there. Because for some reason, I feel or I think that I'm not confident enough, and that's why I feel I won't be able to match up to this career. But if you now trace back on why you are feeling like that, then you'll probably realize that maybe too much negative thoughts or things that were said about you when you were raised or things that happened to you that you were not able to heal from are now hindering with your decisions in terms of your career path. But you are very right in saying that uh, as human beings we are not stagnant things. We are things that we are creatures, human beings, we are able to to develop, we are able to grow, we are able, able to evolve to become a better version of ourselves. Only if we, are, we, we commit to putting in the work and we are disciplined enough to be able to do what is required of ourselves to get ourselves to where we're supposed to be. But definitely you are not casting stone. You are able to, to move from where you are, do the adjustments to get to where you're supposed to be.
0: Let's talk about culture, Ostavia. By the way, we're talking to Ostavia Nong, who's a human behavior expert, and of course, she does a lot of things in the career shaping space and helping people with assessments to see what you're good at so that you gravitate towards that. The issue around culture and how you end up choosing the right or the wrong job, Ostavia, does it play a role?
1: Yes, it does. Um Part of the socialization process is the culture and, and the belief system and the values that are linked to them. So with culture comes all of that. You know, your your belief system is rooted in in how you're, you're raised in your culture and your tradition. And thus your values also link into that. So if you're raised in a space whereby um, being a, a, a radio DJ, for instance, is looked down upon, and for you as the person, that's where you see yourself going, and you're constantly told that there's no money, there's no future, or or the people who do such jobs, you know, are people who are you know don't have moral value or whatever the case is. Then you will start having a, an internal conflict because here is your outside world, which is your very, it's not so outside. It's a very, it's your primary world saying something to you, but internally, you are also having conversations with yourself saying, you know what, but this is where I belong. So our culture and how we are raised does have an impact on, you know, the the decisions that we make in terms of our career as well. Another example that I'll make is if you're raised in an environment where you are encouraged, you are affirmed, and you are given the opportunity to express yourself, then you may be more likely to be confident to make bold decisions and more intrinsically orientated choices when it comes to your career versus somebody who's raised in a different, in an in a environment opposite to that, in an environment where you are told what to do, where you're never given the chance to be asked, so how do you feel about this, what do you want to do. So if you are in a space where you are constantly you know directed and commanded and told exactly what to do and never given a chance to express yourself to to be you know to to have your own trial and error of what it is that you want to do then it also may affect the kind of path that you will lead because you will always go into what you think you were told is the right thing for you so you'll never really get the chance to make a decision to say this is what i want to do hence as individuals, even when we are younger, I mean, especially when we are in, you know, teenagers or maybe around matric or going towards tertiary, we, we, might, we need to start having these discussions with ourselves and need to understand that there comes a time where you need to be bold in owning who you are and saying, okay, mama, papa, you know, parents, I know that you would love for me to be an engineer, but really my heart and my interest is in this area. Can you please give me... Just the privilege to be able to explore that, you know, and I know it's not easy to do that. And, I, and I'm saying this as well to the parents who are listening to say we need to start working hand in hand with our kids because the truth is that we don't know what our children are carrying because we are just a vehicle that brings them into this world, but we don't create them. If
0: that makes sense so this is in other words saying um, let's allow our kids to lead us to where they want to be will help them get there okay. the, the, the role of say my line manager or my immediate superior Ostabia in terms of helping me shape my career because many of us know that you find a person that works in an environment where you as the person who engages with them find that they, this person is in the wrong career i.e a social place where you're supposed to work with people but yay, yeah, you have a very short fuse uh, sometimes you find that apart from a mentor who will be assigned to help you your land manager getting to know you to a point where they pay so much attention and they can help shape your career and probably give you know helpful advice in in terms of how your career shapes up do you find that many of us have that benefit or there's a disconnect there which can improve things if it's attended to so in the ideal world you know
1: um it should work like that. You know, the line manager has access to seeing how a person performs in their workspace, and they get to have the preview of sitting on, you know, from an eyes and an, a bird's eye view, seeing how you're performing in your work and whatever. And I love the workspace because there's this process that's called, uh, you know, the performance evaluation. And I know a lot of employees, I used to be one of them, we don't like this process. But once I started working closely in the performance management process where I used to work, I started understanding that this is actually very critical and it's a key benefit for every employee because this is now an opportunity to really get to hear and find out feedback You know of what you're doing great, what you can do better, and what needs to be improved. So it's in those conversations as line managers. If you're a line manager out there, you you use the performance evaluation not as a stick to now punish somebody because you want to get back at them because they've been late or they're having struggles. But this is a chance for you to really sit down and say, you know what, I've been observing you, and you know when you do this, I see you shine, I see you smile. But when you do this, I see you struggle. So how can we, we, we help you move forward, you know, how can we help you enhance the things that are more naturally intrinsic to you, you know, and as well as ensure that, you know, the performance and the productivity of the department still continues moving forward. So as individuals, as employees, we need to use the performance evaluation as a time for us to really receive feedback, you know, that is beneficial for us or even if you don't receive it, ask questions, you know, probe your line manager to say, you know, I. what do, what do you think? Like when I'm doing this and doing that, and I know that I'm doing my best and whatever, but I just feel like there's, there's a gap. Is there anything that you have seen that you feel maybe I need to know that can help me, you know, moving forward? So ideally that is what needs to be happening in the workspace where the line manager is there to be able to give you constructive feedback concerning your your, your 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 work and what comes natural to you what they think comes natural to you what they think is your strong point what they think is your weakness and you as the person you know taking that information going back and saying okay let me reflect and check what is truthful to me and what is it that that, that I can use to move me forward
0: sure uh, to me it, it says don't just focus on the job at hand look around because you might be good at this job but you might be better at the next thing uh, look at it as the next person does it and hopefully the lines of communication between your superiors and you uh, in such a way that uh, there can be that uh, positive redeployment as it were to to help shape a career path Yes yeah. Absolutely. So what do we do? Um, as juniors and as seniors, we need to keep these lines of communication because obviously at the end of the day, we're looking at a win-win situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rockstar. You are on social media?
1: Yes, I am, sir. I am on Instagram and it's W Nung. Uh, um, it? Yes. It's Wia dot, no, dot No underscore NLP Life Coach, and I'm also on Facebook, which is Wia and also on LinkedIn, and it's Wia Ah,
0: nice one. There's a Jeff Nong out in Fentersdorp who's, who's a winemaker. I don't know if he's your cousin or your brother. <laughs> but, hey, he, loves, he makes a lot of oh. vino there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not just send a bottle and you can dis- discuss further career developments, maybe marketing <laughs> and, you know, those type of things get to the wine on the world stage. Astavia, always a pleasure. Thank you for ch- joining us. So much appreciated. L- giving us food for thought as we shape the world and shape ourselves as well and make uh, positive contributions to the country. Thank you
1: so much, Manja, for
0: having me. A fabulous Wednesday, ma'am. You too. Bye bye. Lovely, thank you. Ostavianong. Hey, when Nandila. It's nice when you talk about things that can help better things.